Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, the game. All right, what's up, everybody? Yeah, do you think the Niners should be favored? Of course. You do? Yes, of course. Okay. I mean, they I had mean, the better season, yeah. and on balance, and forget last weekend, they're the better team. They had the better regular season. They've got an offense that's better than the Chiefs' offense, and the defense is probably on par with the Chiefs' defense if they play well. And that, to me, is the big X factor. If the Niners' defense plays the way that they should play, and I know that's a big should, considering the way it went against Green Bay, where they had a hard time stopping the run, and against Detroit, they had a hard time stopping the run, and the defense does not look the way that it looked way back earlier in the year when they were game-wrecking, and then they added Chase Young, and we thought, oh boy, Super Bowl or bust with this defense. You got Hargrave, Armstead, Young, Bosa, Furl, who's hurt. You got Greg. Are you, they picked up Randy Gregory, the best linebackers, and a good secondary. I know, but you know My this. My God, but this those defense are names. is so good. But those are names. No, but they're names, but they also, at times, played well. And I know Randy Gregory is not what he was, and Chase Young, turns out, is not what he was. And then, in totality, the defense, whether it's by scheme or by effort, and I know Kyle Shanahan was not happy with the effort on some runs early uh, on Sunday in the game. If the defense plays well like they should, like they could, this game's not close. I guess that's just what fascinates me. The, the you know, you how many times even in that opening statement did you use the word should? Well, and it's I football. Guess, we don't know. No, I I know, but I guess that like the 49ers over the last mm, what, 8 weeks of the season by a lot of the metrics were not a a, a great defense. They were not a great defense. But we're still, we're still. So, oh well, but they should, they should, they should this, they should that, based on a lot of these names that are out there. Well, they collectively haven't been great. Um, if you want to dive into those numbers, I guess the other side of what I'm saying though is I don't know that that necessarily matters. The 49ers have a little bit of an it factor going on, which maybe is more interesting, the sum of the parts, than what we've spent so much time talking about, which is the parts. 
all year long, when we talk about how good the 49ers are, we start doing exactly what you just did, which is reading the roster. And that's a roster. That's fine. That doesn't always equal the collective. What the 49ers now have, who these guys are, they are, in fact, who we've been asking them to be for six years, which is a team that doesn't wilt. It, it, it can handle a deficit. It can handle a lead. It can do things multiple ways. If the defense is doing it, great. If the defense is not, the offense is doing it. The bottom line is, is I just I don't think you get to a Super Bowl if you're not playing well. But the perception out there right now is that the 49ers aren't playing well. But either by luck or just by happenstance, key plays, key times, they're still here. I mean, maybe that's another way I could ask it. You feel like the 49ers are playing well right now? Yeah, they're playing well. You do? Yes, they're one of two teams remaining. So are they playing perfect football? No. And you look at how the offense played when they needed to play well and the defense when they needed to play well. They played great, and the offense, I think, came out and had a good opening drive, and the the kicker missed a field goal, and so you got no points. And then you look at the next drive, they scored a touchdown. And, you know, you're down, and you're down 21-7, you get the ball back, and you don't score, and Brock throws an interception, which was, you know, a play where he held onto the ball too long, and his arm was hit, and that's just what happens when you have a quarterback who's trying to make plays, and then you come out in the second half, and you dominated the game. So... Yeah, they're playing well. You're not going to get four perfect quarters. And that's where maybe this is what you're tapping into with Niner fans. And I haven't seen this in terms of the people who I talk to or the fans that I follow on X or IG. I'm not sensing the same level of, like, we don't belong here or we're not playing well. And I'm not sensing that negativity. Uh, I mean, Grandy texted us an hour ago. The 49ers are lucky to be here. Are they? No. They're not lucky to be here. Like, what does lucky to be here mean? Well, I mean, you and I started this conversation yesterday, and you didn't really buy a lot of what I was putting out there. I think others may have, which is the idea that some of the things that have happened to the 49ers in these playoffs are highlighted in people's heads as lucky breaks. Lucky breaks. Packers missed a field goal. Packers dropped a pick six. Lions went for it on fourth down, started dropping passes. Uh, Lions fumbled. Uh, I could come up with more, uh, as you know. To me, that's not luck. To me, the only thing that is lucky is the Brandon Ayuk catch. To me, that's lucky. Lucky that the ball bounced off his face mask and went straight up. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is luck. Uh, Field goals get missed. The Niners missed one. And fumbles happen. And picks happen. Picks get dropped. Picks get caught. To me, that's not luck. That's football. And when you have a young player drop a pass on fourth and two, that's what happens to young players. And you know what? He dropped another one later in the game because he dropped the first one. And you have a rookie running back who went the wrong way on a run play and fumbled. He's a rookie. That's not luck. That is relying on young people to make plays, and that's just the way it goes in football. I don't, I don't disagree with your premise, but I think what, what, maybe there's a different word in the English language that will fulfill what I think people are, are, are trying to say, which is there are certain things that happen in your favor that you had nothing to do with. So if Jameer Gibbs goes the wrong way, right. you didn't do that. 
You sure. didn't do that. But what you did do is you hit the football. You took advantage of your loose. opportunity. Well, yes. you, you hit the football. It's not like you, you know, you ran away from him and he fumbled it on his own. You came in and you hit him yep. and he fumbled. So to me, to call that luck is nonsense. And I'll say it right to Grandy if that's what he's talking say about. Say it to him. It's nonsense. You think, Grandy, you think the Niners are lucky to be here? Yeah, absolutely. But every Super Bowl champion is lucky. Okay. Right. I but mean, it takes sometimes. No doubt. That's, well, listen. That's, yes, demissive, that's demissive, in d- my opinion. Demissive? Dismissive. Got it. Thank you. The correction. <laughs> I wanted, it's it's wanted, fine. Yep. No, I want to know mean, what you were trying to you say. You can call it lucky all you want. If you're a football player... And you go in there and you hit a guy with the football yep. and he fumbles it. You're not thinking, well, boy, I sure was lucky to cause that fumble. I, here, here's another way to, to put it. Because I, I, I do, what Grandy's saying, I will buy. Like, I never forgot when Tiger Woods said this one time. He's going into the Masters and this was like the height of the Tigerness, right? Remember all the, right? He's got a red shirt on and oh my God, you can't beat him. He's going to beat the field by 10 strokes. And he was heading into the Masters and they said, what's it going to take this week to win? And the first word out of his mouth was, he goes, I'm going to need luck. Because every championship takes breaks. And so I absolutely buy that. There's no question. You make your own breaks. You take advantage of the opportunities that are, that are presented to you. All of that stuff. But yes, you need some fortune. Now, the other, maybe, maybe the, the comeback to that is, well, but they're in that game four times in five years. That's lucky. That's not an accident. No, it's lucky. That's not an accident. And and I bet everyone who's ever watched sports will agree with this take. The hardest thing to do is not to be like the Lions and break through and get into the game one time. The hardest thing to do is to get back. It's when everybody knows. The Niners started this year as the damn deal. So everybody knew. Everybody knew the Niners weren't going to sneak up on anyone. Oh, that favorite thing that people would say about the Warriors for you. Oh, they got everybody's best shot. Okay, so the 49ers have this incredible disappointment in the NFC title game last year, and they become singularly focused on getting back to that game. And as fans, we look at it and go, well, you should. You have the best roster. I'd argue that's the hardest thing to do in sports which is go ahead then, everybody's expecting you to be right back there, and then you do it. You do it. Like when expectation is met by performance, that's the best stuff in sports. It's the hardest thing to do. Get drafted in the first round and be a first-rounder. Look like one. That's the hardest thing to do. So if the 49ers do that, That's what I'm getting at. You have, in my opinion, too many people that have watched that happen and then go, yeah, but luck and defense not right, Right. not quite the right way. To call it luck to me is disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. Based on what you're talking about. I agree with you completely. Which is why I say it's not luck. And, you know, the hardest thing to do is what Mahomes is doing, and that's Mm -hmm. to be in the Super Bowl almost every single year. (laughs) That's the hardest thing to do. And so... Now for the Niners, the hardest thing to do is to actually beat Mahomes and do something that your franchise hasn't done in 30 years, and that's win the Lombardi. So if, yeah, a couple of things went your way, if a ball bounced off a defender and your guy happened to be there and he caught it and you got down to the five-yard line and you want to call that luck, sure. But when you force a fumble, that's not luck. And when a guy drops a pick, that's football. And when a young receiver drops two passes – 
That's what you do when you're 23 or 24 years old and you've never been there. That's like, not luck. That's I, football. I like your answers. I wonder. I, I wonder how everybody would would answer those questions, though. Two questions: Have the Niners been lucky? And are the Niners playing well? Those are simple yes or no questions. But I would be fascinated to hear people's honest answers. I honestly think if you head into a big room right now and go, Niners are playing well, I think you get accused of being a homer. Sure. I agree with you because I don't think you get to do stuff like this if you're not playing well. I think the Detroit Lions are a good football team. And I think that we, in general, look at... You know, a game, and we highlight the things that went wrong. You don't look at four quarters of football and look at the second half. And you tell me if the Niners played well or didn't play well, and all the plays they made, all the things they did in the second half that were unbelievable. Yeah, the first half was a bummer. They didn't play well, but the second half they played amazing. So, how do they play? You you struck me by reminding me yesterday that the NFC title game, the catch game against Dallas in 1982, the 49ers turned it over six times. Right. And uh, I was only seven years old. Uh, me tur- too. Turned seven on the Super Bowl, actually, when they beat That's the Bengals. That's awesome. 26-21, seventh birthday. Um, so I was not big into debate at that <laughs> point in my life. Nice. Um, but I wonder if people were like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Super Bowl, but... They're not playing very well. Got pretty lucky there. I went to the first game that year. They won 45-14 at the stick. They played well. Um, it's how you finish, right? Right. 888-957-9570. We'd love to take your calls on that. Niners got lucky? Uh, are the Niners playing well? And then there's this treat. Did anybody see the video? Looking up into the suites at Levi Stadium. Who was the most, the most ravenous nut job fan? In the entire stadium. Did anyone see it? You know who the biggest nut job? Like George Kittle looks at this guy and goes, dude, chill. His name is Hunter Pence, and he joins us next on Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back 
to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. We were just sitting here talking about Lexi Pence, who um, I think is a complete delight. Hunter is going to come on or is expected to here momentarily. Um, It's been a hell of a run. Uh, And maybe this is normal, but it feels like we're on a hell of a run right now for for the, the athlete significant other. We're on a hell of a run right now. Sure. Kristen Juszczyk just signed a licensing deal with the NFL with all of these clothing articles that she's making for celebs and everything like that. You, you know, Taylor Swift, uh, Claire Kittle right. is, uh, is, is out there in, uh, in the limelight. McCaffrey's girl starting to get a whole Olivia lot of Culpo. run. Yeah. Well, she's, she's had her run. Well, I mean, sure. She, you know, before she mm-hmm. even got with Christian, she was a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean... Christian Juszczyk and Claire Kittle, I don't know if they had the same career that Olivia Culpo had. Oh, I'm when, I, I, maybe not. I yeah. mean, I'm not like, you know, not. I don't. these aren't rankings. No, 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 no. But <laughs> just, it's, yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's good. It's good. And I mean, like, Kyle Juszczyk has been incredibly supportive. Like, I mean, he's doing on-field celebrations that are nods to what uh, to what she's doing. You look at Aisha Curry. And the the, the yeah. career that's uh, that's, been, career. that's been built there, and uh, Lexi Pence and Hunter have got their coffee thing. I don't know how that's going, but uh, you know we could probably find out. Is he ready? Is Hunter on? All right, Boxer and Gerson guest line. Here it is. America's number one 49er fan, ladies and gentlemen. It's Hunter Pence. Do you have your voice back yet? I mean, they say it sounds good, but it doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, man. It's for a good cause. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we've gotten to know you over the years. We know that you, the, the energy is, uh, is is never far for you to find. We get it. But I, I, like, you've adopted the city at such a level. How does the where does the Forty Nine er fandom at that level come from, though, Hunter? Man, it, it's it's literally. It's easy. It's like I'm, I live here now. I've been here. I've been breathing it. But I also know the people. I know, you know, George Kittle. I know what he's going through mentally, the work they're putting in. I've been following the team, uh, listening to the story. I've been watching them for years. You know, I was at the game when we lost to the Rams, you know, following the Super Bowl that we lost, the heartbreak of Purdy getting beat. And I'm just, I'm in it. And, and I care about these guys. And I've witnessed this team be great and be, you know, kind of robbed of that and heartbreaking year after year, and I just it kind of had enough, you know. And I'm, I, I know I believe in these guys, and I know it's their time, and I'm going to find a way to send energy. And you know what? If you know me, you know I don't care what you want to call it, call it woo woo. I believe in energy. I believe in momentum, and I know I've been on the field and felt it when fans go crazy and back you up. And I wasn't about to let the doubt of that first half stop me from going crazy. And I wanted to get some of the fans riled up. Just give me one thing to go crazy about. And the Niners started off with that, and I just knew that they would feel us getting wild, and I knew that the Lions would feel it too. And you saw the pressure start to tighten. You saw the fans going crazy. And it was it was really fun to watch. I have actually – I'm just going to ramble here because I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the zone. And I, and ramble I on. Do it. It, was, it was like one of the coolest experiences ever. So, you know, we're watching the first half, and we're like – we're sh- shifting around in our seats. We're trying to find the energy. We're trying to find the spot. And we just keep, you know, the, the Lions did what they did in that first half. And everyone's like, man, Jared Goff is so good. And the Lions are just running us over. We can't stop the run game. We can't. Do... I was like, oh, enough. I'm going to the bathroom at the half, and I'm looking through my phone, and I see Eminem is flicking us off. And I was like, hell no. We're in the freaking bay. You ain't flicking us off. 
and running us over and us believing how good the Lions are. I know they're good, but we are ready for this. And I just started chanting in the in the freaking seats. I just started chanting, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I don't think we got a touchdown, but we scored. Well, they got the ball. I just started. I just started saying it out loud. I didn't care. Turnover, 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 and we stopped them in four. And then, and then, boom! We just—I just kept saying it every time we had the ball. Just touchdown, touchdown. And uh, I mean, it was so fun to watch. And then, as soon as one thing happened, I just wanted to yell at every single fan and start high fiving and start waking them up. And we just started having just the best time. And you, and you could just feel the energy shift in the stadium. Everyone felt our little pocket, and then everyone else started going crazy, and the, and the players started going crazy. And it was a chain reaction. And I think if you saw George Kittle's comment on momentum and he asked us for it before the game and the fans brought it this bay area stayed lit through some tough times where they just gave us one little thing and we went with it were you getting some uh some three com vibes some at&t some oracle park vibes when it started to turn that in that second half back to 2012 and 2014 where those crowds would lift you guys to those wins a hundred percent you got like the pandemonium vibes of the Ishikawa Homer. Um, it was it was really uh, witnessing greatness and witnessing something that has never been done before. And this team has already made history uh, on many levels, and they did it once again. No team had ever come back in a championship series, NFC championship game from down 17 at the half. And you knew they were capable. We know the talent that this team has. Uh, and you just, yeah, you felt the team's greatness. They've They've been through it. But you also felt the fandom that has that belief, that has that faith, that will go crazy at the spark of a dime. And I'll even say this: something that was really cool when Journey was doing the halftime show, and and it was, you know, the I, I know this is weird, but I just remember like I was feeling the pinch of how bad it was looking. Right? It kind of cripples you a little bit when you're just getting run over and you're watching these guys that you love so much getting, you know, taking it. And you, you know that, that they have it in them. And the cheerleaders, and I know that this is their job, but I thought it was awesome. They were literally going ham to Journey, and they were just having the best time. And, you, and it was like, all right, like there's some movement here. We're not – because I watch sports. I love sports. That's, I get inspired by it. And you watch teams, when they hit some adversity like that, stiffen up. You watch fan bases, like the air gets sucked out of the stadium. And, like, I felt that as a, as a giant on the road against Kansas City where this round, obnoxious crowd went completely silent when Bumgarner came out of the mound in Game 7. It was – you could hear a pin drop. And, like, when that stiffness happens, it leaks into everything. So, like, we – you know, the, the players created that movement. They created that spark. I don't know what they did at the half. And the, but I, I do credit – you know, it takes all of us, and it takes, you know, my goal was just to send the energy. I don't know if anyone believes in it or not. It matters to me, and that was something I asked in 2014 for the fans, to do whatever it is that makes you feel like you're sending the energy to the greater cause. And uh, and a lot of people have told me stories of what they did. They said they were driving around when we started on a rally, and they wouldn't go back into the house. <laughs> you know, I heard these stories. I heard, I heard one fan uh, I was talking to the other day, he locked his wife out when the Warriors were in the finals because they got the lead with two minutes left. And, and she had just gone outside, and she, he was like, you got to stay out there for two minutes. <laughs> she agreed to it. She was like, all right, I guess I'll do it. And two minutes in basketball is like 15 minutes. So right. that's the kind of fans we have in the Bay Area. Bay Area United. And I know, you, you know, E40 is number one. This is the dude. And, I mean, 
being around his presence, what he means to the to the sports here, you know, having him in our celebrations, watching him show up and show out, obviously getting turned to a lot of his songs, tell me when to go, it just hits different. And uh, so it was a special moment to be a part of all that and to really – uh, you know, learn the culture here and, and live it, breathe it. Uh, he is the biggest 49er fan who's ever lived. Hunter Pence <laughs> is joining us here on Willard and Dibs. Hunter, you said you believe in changing the energy. We were taking calls all day yesterday, having fun with people going, what'd you do? What'd you do to change the energy? I shared the story of I went and picked my daughter up, brought her to the party. Everything changed. I gave her credit throughout the second half. What did you do? What did you specifically do to, to, to change your energy at halftime? I literally told you, I stood up and just started chanting like a crazy person. Touchdown Niners, touchdown Niners, just ri-. like I wouldn't stop saying it. And then we, if, we didn't, you know, if, if we didn't make the play or whatever or move the ball, so what? Touchdown Niners, touchdown Niners, touchdown Niners. The whole second half, that's all I did. And, like, everyone in the booth was telling me, don't move, don't move. Everyone was staying where they were. We were definitely dialed in. I went to see my barista the next day, getting my coffee. And he was like, man, I didn't get to see the game until the second half. And once I got there, I was like, dang, I'm glad I'm watching it. And I was like, you brought it. Like, so there were so many people in, you know, everywhere just doing what they could. They're, we are back in this team, and they are showing up and showing out. Uh, but I'm glad to hear that y'all did a little something, too. Where it's not just us. It's the radio. You know, y'all are bringing it for us. Yeah, it's everybody, Hunter. We got a ton of calls yesterday and texts, and everybody did something to try to change that energy. And so now we got 12 days to figure out how to get the energy right heading into Super Bowl Sunday. What's your plan? I have a feeling that you're going to be heading down there and uh, trying to, to bring that Hunter Pence vibe down to Vegas. I, I don't have a plan yet for that, but we'll see what happens. I got a pretty busy schedule so far, but I mean, obviously it's Super Bowl, it's the Niners. I'm going to be watching it and sending the vibe. But I definitely was envisioning that, that red and gold confetti, uh, you know, because we knew that the confetti was coming if the Niners won. They told me this, and it wasn't coming if the Lions won. And so I was just sitting there trying to visualize it for them, trying to see that confetti coming down. I'll be, I'll be there in heart. Uh, we'll see if I can get there. I've never been to a Super Bowl so um, if there was one to go to, this would definitely be it. Right. Especially after after that performance and, and being a part uh, of witnessing that. And man, like E4, E40 said when they said, you know, how do you feel about the Niners' chances against the Chiefs? He goes, we are going to demolish them. <laughs> like, that's all you think about. Don't We don't even listen to the question of anything. We don't know who they are. Come and see the Niners. The Niners are coming. We are the best. And I will not think or say anything other than how great this team is. Nothing else enters our minds, Bay Area. We are going to demolish them. Thank you, E-40. Uh, Hunter Pence is with us. And, Hunter, I want to ask you about the characteristics needed by this team in this game. But let me start with this. Have you gotten close to to, to some of the guys? Are you tight with George? Or who, who are you close with? Yeah, I would say George is the one I'm the tightest with. I've I've met in passing a couple of the others, Fred Warner and Juice and McCaffrey. Uh, but, you know, I have George's number. I, I send him congratulations in the big moments. And, uh, man, I just like you know, the, the whole team. And, and you can see it. It's authentic. You can't fake that these guys care, that they're bought in, uh, that they're playing for a higher purpose. And, uh, you know, it's it's special. And uh, and they've been doing it for a long time at a very, very high level. And I feel like we've had enough. It's their time. It's their time to create history once again, the, the greatest history that never gets erased.
Well, we always say in a cliched way, maybe, like, that team has the heart of a champion. And you've won championships. These guys you're talking about, as accomplished as they are, they, they have not. So if you're sharing with them or even just hoping for them, a, a, a specific characteristic that they're going to need in this game, what is it? That's a great question. And there's, if I'm going to say a specific characteristic is that there is no other option. There is no wavering. It is like to become a champion, you have to come from not being a champion first. You can't just be, be a champion before you've ever done it. So no one is ever a champion out of no, you know, you come from out of nowhere and it is your time. And then you have to literally not take, there's no taking no for an answer. It doesn't matter what the score is. It doesn't matter. Like literally fall in love with the same thing you've been doing. And you've seen them coming back and, and finding ways to win games, no matter what, but literally uncompromisable locked in and, and playing with that same flow that they did. They just, they find a way to make the clutch play. They're doing like absolutely insane things. Like if you witnessing that IU catch, it's just, it's happening for them because there is a determination. There's a collective will that is, there is no other way. There is no opponent. It doesn't matter who the, who's out there. Fall in love with playing the game. Don't even worry about winning the game. Fall in love with playing the game and going out and earning your greatness that you already are. There is no compromise to that unwavering certainty of you being the Niners who are the best team already right now, go and be it. Go be who you are. Hunter, I, I tell you what, this is I find this to be so interesting because you know what we're literally talking about here is you've almost become one of the individual logos of this city, a spokesperson for the city in many ways, even though uh, you're not from here. So that means to me that this city is extra special to you. Therefore, I gotta know what you think about. And, and what you say to people who get involved in this conversation about MLB free agency and how the city itself is becoming a detractor to people joining the Giants. What are your thoughts on that? What do you want to tell prospective free agents? I mean, come and win in this city and get a part of this culture and, and, the, and the subcultures, uh, the history, the support, uh, the passion, the creativity, the greatest minds live here there's been so much creativity and world changing world breaking people thinkers doers there's some of the greatest food some of the greatest you know there's wine country there's napa there's hillsburg there's sonoma there's movie creators the biggest business the tech world there is movements that come from this city there is championships look at the warriors look at the niners look at the giants these are championship cities and if you want to move the world, it starts here. This is a spectacular land, a spectacular people. It is the most beautiful, breathtaking countryside in all of the world. So there is no doubt. They need to hear that, feel that, and they will know that. We just got to continue to be ourselves. I think we have great people in charge that are going to take the help. And they're not going to, you know, excellence is what's expected here. So I know that we're going to get there. Are we, are we always there? Did I win the championship every year I was with the Giants? No. We constantly are striving and reaching for that, and that does exist and belong here. And I'm reaping the benefits of that work and of that passion, of that drive in this great city. I'm treated absolutely incredibly in some of the most wonderful, amazing places that 
or honestly planet earth in the world has to offer so um there's no doubt put me let me i'll, I'll go pitch i'll go pitch to these players and let them know nice. um you know just just let me know and uh, i'm out there well but we, we you, yeah. area, it's awesome we we need we need it and part of it is that you're giving back to can you can you share with everybody about the healthy planet project and and, and the work that you're doing there yeah it's just you know it's a passion project it's and it's it's created from the ground up and really uh, the goal is to just get out and, and do my part to clean up the city, picking up trash, planting trees, planting. Um, I got I got to think of the right words here, but like the locally grown, the things that are that are meant to you know heal the, the biocultures around here. I'm not once again uh, a, a scientist in this regard, so I, we hired the ones that know are the right things to do and just try to give back to the environment and and create a space that's healthy uh, and, and wonderful and and really uh, I think one of the best mottos that i ever read was was from legacy which is about the new zealand all blacks rugby team the most successful professional franchise of all time and one of their mantras was or one of their principles was plant trees that you'll never see grow and it's not necessarily physically even though we're physically looking to do that is do good for its own sake and um this is you know this is where i live this is my home now and uh i want to i want to do as much as i can to to uh to make it a better for myself and everyone else around here hunter uh you're an absolute gem i only have one other question which is this video that's popping around on the internet of you going absolutely bananas in this suite did you know any of those people or or did you did were you just hugging strangers everywhere i don't know if i i feel right about about saying this but i'm i i'm going to tell the truth uh, we got kicked out of our seats in the one in the one uh, spot, but it was a weird situation where I guess Fox had Journey, and we were in the booth, and they gave you a seat number, but then they said just sit wherever, and so all the seats were kind of empty, and we were sitting in some I guess where uh, the the guy who sang the national anthem seat. So obviously I get it, like they have the cameras on Journey and they have to have their seat, but I was not about to kick someone out of their seat. So they, the, the booth next to us saw that happen. He was like, hey, come over to our booth. And, you know, I have a saying in life, if it works out, great. If not, even better, because things are always working out for my greatest good. I jumped over to the other booth, and I, and I had a wonderful time. And the Niners were like, we'll get you your seat. We'll get. And I was like, I'm not kicking anyone out of their seat. I want them to enjoy the game. I care about that. I can watch it from, you know, the TV or whatever. So we go over to that booth. They give us a seat. We meet this great guy, this great gentleman. And we have the time of our lives, and everyone, was, we wish went bananas and berserk. And uh, so I, I made a new friend, and uh, I've been invited back to come back next year. Nice. So I'm excited for that as well. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I think we need you in Vegas. Yeah, no I think, doubt. I think no you doubt. should be there, Hunter. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I gotta start trying to figure out a way to get there. Yeah, yeah, make it I, happen. I, yeah, yeah, I think the energy in the building would be a good thing. That's just my opinion. Listen, I will lose my mind yet again. I will give everything I have. Take my energy, Niners. You deserve it. <laughs> Hunter, thanks, man. Great to hear you. All right, y'all. Take care. Thanks for having me. There he goes. That is Hunter flipping Pence. Wow. And if he and George Kittle ever are in a room together... The wallpaper's going to come off. Right? Like, oh my God. It makes sense that those two are the two that uh, have gravitated together. You come from you the know. same cloth just a wee bit. Yeah, exactly. And it's so funny that he he's in a suite oh. and he gets bounced and he goes next door and they're like, come on over. And he immediately you know, makes a million friends and becomes a part of that fabric for, uh, for the Niners. But he does need to get there. And I know he's busy. He and his wife, Lexi, they have a lot going on and his various projects. But yeah. 
Find your way to Vegas and be, and be there for the game. Yeah, come, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Nothing else sure. is going on. Right. And I was like, well, we got to figure out a way. I know a way. Uh, 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 buy tickets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can yeah. probably you afford prob- them. Probably. Although. They are pricey. Jesus. Saw that. It's a couple <laughs> grand, right, just to get in? I think more. Like, I, well, I don't know what the average price is. And that building, for anybody who's thinking about it, if you're all like uh, Richie Rich running around sure. out here thinking about this, the building's great. I, like, I, I can speak to that. I've been there once, and it, it's one of those, like, the sight lines are just good. It's, it's yeah, okay yeah. wherever you're sitting. You're inside, and obviously the energy of Vegas the whole weekend is going to be Incredible, off the charts. Yeah. They turned the Luxor into a bag of Doritos. Pretty funny. That's a you ton of fun. You showed me that yesterday. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what the sphere is going to look like that weekend. It's going to be crazy. Um, I think Hunter Pence should be the sphere. I think it should be his face. That's a lot of hundred pence. That? That's a lot of hundred pence for sure, for sure. I oh I think that he'll God. he'll eventually wind his way down there, and maybe he's the guy who uh, carries out the boombox, and you know, or Not he's bad. next to the guy carrying Not the boombox. Uh, really quick, guys, before we hit yeah. a quick break, according to TickPick, this is the most expensive Super Bowl on record. Average purchase price of $9,815, more expensive than last year. 10 Gs is the average. The average. The average. average. According to TickPick. So that's just like, uh, you know. Did uh, you say TickPick? Correct. Okay. Tick pick. Tick yeah. pick. Okay. Tick Thank you. Pick. Yeah. Take it easy. Over no, there. I just was. I've ne- I had ne- I had never heard of that. Just. I've heard of. I know Hunter vivid brought seats. A, I, he brought a lot of energy. I've heard of a lot of things. I I've never heard of that before. Breaks Brett Favre. I've just never relax. heard of it. Relax. I'm just asking. R e l a x. Relax. I'm gonna Google that on the work computer. And presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. We'll introduce our new co-host for the oh. show coming up next and take your phone calls <laughs> on Willard and Dibs. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at Zenny.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.